Well, don't do it, Cartman. The bitch, the big bad bitch. Well, I'm warning you. Well, come on, bitch. She's a big fat bitch. She's a big bitch. I need to rewatch that movie. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that movie in a bit either, actually. What's really funny is I have a small collection of vinyl, and I know I've talked about it on here before. Uh, by the way, this is Two Broke Geeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Justin. Um, I do have two, like, seven inches of songs from South Park that I got from, like, record store days. But I guess we at the store I work at, we just recently got in a record store day exclusive of the movie. Oh really? Uh, the the whole soundtrack. It's like a hundred bucks. Hmm. And I'm like, I kind of want to get it because why? I think it would just be hilarious. Hmm. Yeah, that might be interesting. Might be. I don't know. I'm a poor boy. That's true. But that never stops me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Didn't you like buy like a bunch of? A bunch of like figures last we were talking about last week you bought like a bunch of figures right uh i pre-ordered a bunch yeah i i found another joker in the wild so i'm missing one hmm. uh i got the i got the comedian Ah, oh, nice so which is weird because i got it from my local target you uh, wait what <laughs> here's the thing this target is not good but they they don't have like a NECA section at all. Uh-huh. They they still I haven't so I went in there randomly last week to look for figures, and they had a decent amount of like four or five of the McFarlane three Joker figures. Really, mainly mainly Red Hood, Batgirl, and the comedian. And I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this pass me by. I, no, I'm just missing one Joker now." <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, I I pre-ordered that whole set. In fact, they should be here like tomorrow or Friday, actually, because I also I pre-ordered them from Target uh, online. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So here's hoping. Well, I I. You will probably I'll probably show you tomorrow and stuff. But I was in Bam and I almost just spent a hundred dollars because they had the entire uh, second run of the Mc of the uh, deceased figures. Oh man! <laughs> Which is yeah, it's Batman, Joker, Aquaman, and the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I was so close. I had them in hand, like all of them, just like tucked in my arm. Like, ooh, I should get all of these. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, this is a bad me. This is a bad me. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that would have been that would have been too many getting the whole line at once. Oh, it, for too many. <laughs> There's no such thing as too many. Just ask my room <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah <laughs> oh man so what is good this week where should we start i know there's a bunch to 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 possibly um, do so well since we just both we're both caught up now mm-hmm. should talk about the novel of mando <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Totally. I'm down with that. Um, yeah. The best Book of Boba Fett episode that didn't include anyone from the Book of Boba Fett. Yep. The best the best episode yet. And it was essentially just a Mandalorian episode because it was all... It was um, Din Djarin going to uh, this weird space station that was essentially a big ring in space that somehow nobody um, like fell off of or anything which is weird um, and yeah just meeting up with the armorer and meeting up with uh, that other big dude and learning how to wield the dark saber and yeah, it was so weird at the beginning of it when I, because I was like, "Wow, why is he treating it like it's so heavy?" And there, like that, there's an actual like lore behind it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, yeah. I'm down with that." You have to not fight the saber; you have to fight your opponent. I didn't, but it, yeah. And then he like gets a old Naboo starfighter from episode one, which is pretty fun. Yeah, uh, redo it to make it um. To, to like because he still wants the razor crest, but but like, what one. what's yeah whatever her name is mm-hmm. from the Mandalorian I can't, I love her she's really funny yeah. I like that uh, she had a BD droid did she have that in the season of the Mandalorian no she didn't have the BD droid that's what I thought and the BD droid of course is a, a nod to Jedi Fallen Order so that's pretty fun um, yeah. And yeah, uh, until I the like end, the, you, we saw. Fennec. I like the long shots of Mando, where he like after he gets the head of that dog of his bounty, mm-hmm. and they just do that long fucking shot where he's just walking through the street, go up an elevator, mm-hmm. drop it off, get the info, walk back out, and it's all just one clean cut. Yep. But yeah. For Fennec Shan shows up at the end to do the whole. And he's like, "We oh, need help." Yeah. Boba Fett yeah. needs help. He wants to hire you, but then Boba Fett needs help for having a good show. <laughs> I I I remember either Book of Boba Fett or season three of The Mandalorian was having some behind the scenes problems. So that could be where this uh, episode kind of came from i don't know for sure um it's hard to say uh yeah but yeah and we know that he's oh and uh something pretty significant to the mandalorian actually happens in this episode so and it's that he loses his status as a mandalorian because he reveals to the armorer that he has taken his helmet off in the presence of another living being yeah, um, I'm glad they kind of kept that kind of continuity in because mm-hmm. it was made such a huge deal when it first happened, and then nothing ever came about it. Well, it was at the well, the droid doesn't count because he made the big deal, but then it was only in the very last episode of the Mandalorian season that he revealed oh, yeah. his because he took his helmet off. He finally took his helmet off for Grogu. And that was the the thing that he was admitting to. Not that he admitted to taking it off to the droid, because the droid pointed... Because, you know, he said... I remember he said to the droid, 
Um, I have never taken my helmet off for another living being. You know, another no other living being has ever seen my face, and the droid pointed out that it wasn't alive, so no other living being would see his face. And then... Um, it's funny how I completely forgot the whole he took it off for Grogu. I'm like, no, he took it off for no. IG. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, for IG eighty or eighty, whatever he was. IG whatever, and IG pointed out that you know no living, you're fine. No living being still will have ever seen your face because I'm not alive. Um, yeah. So. Well, he also makes it gets a nice little piece of armor or something he makes yeah, for Grogu. Uh, the what is the Beskar spear, and they're yeah. like, uh, this Beskar spear shouldn't even exist because Beskar is only meant for armor, not for weapons. Yeah, it's like the it's like the most dangerous weapon now for Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. So that's nice that he get and the little sack she makes is in the shape of Grogu, like when he's on that commercial so flight, cute. he's looking at it and it reminds him of Grogu. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good episode, and it really, as we keep pointing out, because you, I, I'm, like, you watched, like, after I told you about the episode before this, where it's just all flashback until they, oh, they do the hint of the guy getting Mando. It's so boring! <laughs> and that's my big problem with this, with Book of Boba Fett so far. It's just, it's not interesting. Like... Yeah, uh, and it should have been. It's it's, yeah. It's the whole idea where uh, we've I mentioned said before like they overcorrected that now they're just building so much of Boba Fett for being a badass of, and then they're like, well he we need to know everything about his backstory of where he's been in between, how he got out of the Sarlat pit and the fact that they're doing this whole time, the whole time jumps throughout it is mm -hmm. just insane. Uh, and it's just so funny that from everyone I've, I've from a huge a huge amount of people is saying that like yeah we're five episodes in and yeah this episode is the most interesting thing because it's just Mando <laughs> instead yeah. of Boba and it shouldn't have and it sticks to one story like it's very consistent on lore and just building up Mando to help Boba and just be like, here's all this stuff that he's been doing. Like, yeah, he has the dark saber that he's learning to wield. He just, he's no longer a member of the Mandalorians. Right. Like it, it's way more interesting than four episodes of Boba taking over Jabba's throne. <laughs> oh, for sure. Absolutely. So I don't know what is, I'm really super curious what the last, a uh, little bit of this season will turn out to be like. Uh, be I think it's going to be a all-out fight between the families mm -hmm. and the Pikes. Um, and that's really it. it. Of course, I would not be surprised if they have a bunch of fighting, but we don't actually see it because we're too busy looking at the politics of Boba Fett or Ooh. something. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. <laughs> I hope not, though. <laughs> I really hope not either. Yeah, so that's Book of Boba Fett. Uh, I'm super way more interested this week in how good this week's episode of uh, Peacemaker was. 
I just I just really love the fact that James Gunn and I, I hope this is a trend that keeps going that he just keeps dropping in can, in canon oh because this week was uh, Matter Eater Lad <laughs> yeah Matter Eater excuse me Matter Eater Lad he eats, yeah he really eats anything it's really I weird I saw him eat a burger stand yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh, I did like that. And I just liked, although my favorite part of all this week was uh, when Leota convinces uh, Vigilante that somebody should kill Peacemaker's dad. And he goes yeah. to, well, two things. Number one, when he tries to get himself arrested and he walks back to where all the police officers are having their <laughs> lunch break outside. And he, like... <laughs> drags that garbage can over and they're all just standing there, or all just sitting there looking at him not doing anything until he finally busts the window of the police station then they all jump up and you know pay attention to him that's pretty funny and then actually my favorite part of the whole episode is when he's actually in the prison and he sits down with the uh, white supremacists at the white supremacist table and starts baiting them into attacking him with his uh so let's uh let's all get to know each other we can play a game let's all go around name our favorite contribution of black americans to popular culture i'll go first i am thankful that black americans contributed to rock and roll music ZZ Top, 38 Special, Leonard Skinner, none of, uh, they owe everything to black folk and blues musicians because without them, r- white redneck music would sound like, well, what it sounded like before, the wet sloppy sounds of fucking your sister. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> 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 and, and they're all staring at him and he's just like, well, oh, I see you want to go next. <laughs> I also also love when he goes, uh, okay, so that was my turn, so which one of you dumb sister-fucking-tiki-torch-carrying-sloth-from-the-goonies-looking shits wants to go next? Oh, let me guess. Your your favorite contribution is you sitting in the corner crying while your mom's getting railed by three black men. And then he beats the crap out of all of them. Uh, but then I did feel bad. Uh, I mean, he's a complete... They do a really good job of showing that uh, Vigilante... Over the past two episodes, actually, they do a really good job of showing uh, that Vigilante is really a complete nut job because when he took over from Peacemaker and was just so easily able to shoot that whole family uh, with no problem. And then, uh, again, this episode where he has no problem like going into jail and baiting all of these jailbird um, dudes into a fight. Um, yeah, but then he, like, kind of, but then you get to see kind of, like, his uh, softer side. when oh, he act- yeah, he screws he, it up. Yeah, because he lets slips to his, to, that he, that he's technically in there to kill, to kill his dad, Peacemaker's dad. He's like, you're a terrible father. And then... And then uh, Peacemaker's dad is like, I need to talk to the detective. My yeah. son's trying to kill me. Yeah, and then when he's, when a har- hardcore goes to pick up uh, Vigilante, he's just sitting in the car being like, 
I just made things worse. Yeah, and he's like, I just made it worse, didn't I? (laughs) Yeah. Like, Um, there's some really genuine, like, some great bits to this overall. The main story arc in general is just super interesting in general. um, Like, because the whole fight between Peacemaker and Judo Master. mm -hmm. uh, Where... where, Latoya Leota shoots him right in the chest. He's like, I've never shot any and killed anyone. Oh, he's not dead. He moved his heart up uh, so to replace his kidney. That's not how it works. Or, or, yeah, he moves his kidney up just to replace his heart. They can yeah. do that. No, yeah. they can't. <laughs> um, yeah, and kind of seeing... They're doing a good job of... Uh, <clears throat> Living up to this idea of like in Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, where clearly Peacemaker is just a piece of shit. And now they're like trying to show you, yeah, but here's where that really comes from. And you really do like that whole scene at the end where he's getting drunk and high and imagining like his brother dying and his father forcing him as a child to like stab a dude to death. Yeah. Uh, that's all really good. Um, and he has a butterfly and he has the butterfly, which was the butterfly thing. Like, Mern is a butterfly, yeah. but they're out to kill butterflies. What is happening? I'm very intrigued with what's going on because I was kind of kidding around when they did like that bit at the end where like it keeps it's like John Cena's like just dancing around drunken stone talking about like it's like a very sad moment overall mm-hmm. where uh, Leota finds out like where all the butterflies might be coming from in this one particular like area mm-hmm. and like calls murmur like oh yeah and i was like oh he's being very stoic and still i bet he's a butterfly and then he starts like the whole tongue thing comes out I'm like oh okay well, he was pretty stoic because <coughs> he had that whole conversation with um economists about never expressing any kind uh, or yeah with economists or yeah it was with economists I mean, it, it was with economists how he had never expressed literally any kind of emotion ever. And now he's like working on it or whatever. Um, like yeah. part, part of me, I like, I tried looking up a little bit about the butterflies in DCU or just in the DC comics, but I, it doesn't ring a bell to me. I, I don't know if that's like a thing that gun created or if that does exist. Uh, let's see, but extended universe, like project, Oh, project. Mm, I think that what are, I think this is something made in the show. I think so. I think it's probably a whole thing that James Gunn created for the show, which but, is fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying. To, I'm just doing a quick sur- double search. Uh, no, it's uh, no, it is something. I guess it is something in. in oh really? Hmm. Madam Butterfly. Maybe there's apparently there is apparently a, a creature. Uh, that might be attached to called mm. Madam Butterfly 
or Madame Butterfly is just a just or they're saying it's possibility it might be part of uh, Mr. Mind. Oh yeah, our buddy Anthony was talking about that a little bit, where he was saying, I wonder, he goes, this probably isn't what's going to end up happening, but wouldn't it be cool if the butterflies were somehow related to Mr. Mind? Because Mr. Mind, of course, is um, a caterpillar, and caterpillars do become butterflies. And we've seen Mr. Mind in Shazam. He was at the very end of Shazam. Yeah. So it's a possibility they could be connected in some way. Possible. I, I also know, possible. I will also say I think my I my this was probably also one of my favorite like end credit jokes where it's just vigilante and peacemaker talking about if it walks like a duck talk like that whole analogy and it's basically just oh, making yeah. fun of Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I like that uh, we realize in this episode what that whole little thing is where it's like a quantum unfolding storage space yeah that's kind of fun i like that uh and good episode overall it was 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 this this episode also had um we saw like white dragon's uniform right was or is that the Mm -hmm. episode before yeah no it was this episode where you see what is what his costume looks like which is pretty badass even though it is a white supremacist outfit right i was gonna say it is for a white supremacist supervillain but it still looks pretty cool yeah and Peacemaker just trying to break into his dad's house without the neighbor finding him again oh the whole thing when the neighbor somebody mentioned also wouldn't it be cool if that guy was batmite since he seems to talk about batman a lot to Peacemaker. that would be pretty funny batman has a coterie of supervillains do you have a coterie <laughs> So, well, you said you were a superhero. Do you have a coterie of supervillains? No. You know why? Because every supervillain I face is six feet fucking under. (laughs) Well, that means you're a supervillain. Batman doesn't kill his villains. No, you know why? Because he's a pussy. He faces murderous assholes dressed like clowns and then doesn't kill them so he can throw them in prison and they can escape and get out and kill more people. Fuck! <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> oh god! And I and I keep saying it, but uh, somebody else I follow uh, mentioned it again this week. Is John Cena is not the best actor in the world, but he knows exactly what he's doing. And even though he's not necessarily a great actor, he is a great performer. And that's yeah. the way that's. Uh, I think it was. Actually, Zaki Hassan, who I've brought up on the show before, I think Zaki mentioned he's not necessarily the best. At, no, actually, it was my friend Steve Biggs. Uh, Steve Biggs is a, an acting professor at, at a college, and Steve said uh, he made that distinction. He said John Cena's not necessarily the best actor, but he is a really good performer, and I'm enjoying the hell out of him in Peacemaker. <laughs> That's why he was like one of the biggest things for like that era of WWE. Mm-hmm. was like why he was like the top face or whatever because he yeah. he's a good performer he's got something that whatever that quality is charisma or whatever you want to call it that you just like him yeah <laughs> good at what he i does. would hang out with him yeah uh 
my understanding is is he's really like a mensch in real life and that like he's just really really like a good person that people like to hang out with and be yeah. around and he does hold the record for most uh make a wish um like making kids wishes where that he just has done I can't even remember the number, a stupid amount of like meeting sick and dying kids and like making their wish come true. All right. So he is apparently like a really super good guy in real life too. That's good. Yeah. Like that. Yep. As opposed to Peacemaker, who's kind of dick. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny that he plays Peacemaker, who's such a dick. I kind of want him to go to a make, I I'm sure he probably has. Like mm-hmm. a Make a Wish Foundation thing as Peacemaker. Did you see the video that uh, James Gunn put out this week that was Peacemaker reading mean tweets? <laughs> yes. Oh God, that was funny. I I was just watching the behind the scenes footage of them just cracking each other up during the torture scene where it's canon that. Chewbacca's race, the Wookiees have teeth in their buttholes and how they just can't and they just can't keep a straight face trying to like yeah, throw that cannon. Yeah, it's cannon. That is really funny. I forgot last week when we talked about last week's uh, profile when or uh, profile last week's episode when um Vigilante has his mask taken off and he keeps like making all kinds of faces and <laughs> yeah. uh, Peacemaker's like, dude what are you doing? I'm changing the shape of my face so they can't identify me if I ever am in a lineup. <laughs> what, when he's like they, sticking his tongue out and like scrunching his eyes. And then in this episode when he's completely out of costume and he's with Peacemaker and Leota and Peacemaker goes and touches his dad and Leota's like, so you're a vigilante and he just immediately no, changed. You just changed your voice. No, I was no. just coughing. No, this is ju- no, this is just how I talk. Yeah. So you're not peacemaker. No, you're, I'm you're not vigilante. You, you, ah. yeah. uh, no, I was. I never thought you would assume that I was someone as stunning. And the only thing you can go off of is that we just may have the same the same voice. voice. <laughs> so funny. I'm super oh. stoked to see what happens next. Although at the end, he does. Uh, say to Harcourt, he does say, I'm Adrian, by the way. Yeah. So. And, she, and she's like, wait, weren't you the guy at the at, when we, at the restaurant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So good. So uh, good. So, y- I, I know I'm super late to the game, and I'm almost done with it, but I've been watching The Witcher, Really? I yeah. haven't checked that out. Is it any good? I like it. Um, hmm. A lot of people have a lot of complaints about the first season. Mm-hmm. That I've heard I, that, too, yeah. Honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Like, I've kind of, like, the whole problem is it does its, uh, is, like, how it time jumps. I've heard the time jumps are the confusing part. That it's not clear that it's time jumping very much. But you know what else wasn't clear it was time jumping very much and was fucking awesome? Westworld. Yeah. Um, this is definitely not as as a perfect as Westworld. 
Okay. Um, but it was easy to follow, I thought. Um, and I mean, each season's only like it's only two seasons, and it's like eight episodes each. Uh, I've been I've been running through it with my mom, and we've been having a lot of fun just watching it. Um, what is the? Here's something I don't know, and so I'm going to ask you: What is the premise of The Witcher? The Witcher. Henry Cavill plays a witcher who are a race of humans that as boy that they were boy this is where the plot's weird because everything revolves around three characters the witcher Geralt uh, Ciri who's like a little girl and Mm -hmm. Yennefer a hot mage Uh, (laughs) (laughs) alrighty Uh, then yeah um, so there's like there's it's like very uh, so the whole thing revolves around uh, Siri is a little girl. Her family gets overtaken in a battle, and she hides in the woods and is being told, "You need to find Geralt. Uh, he's your yeah, he's who your destiny kind of deal." And she like she has powers, but we're still told not complete. Well, I know, but I'm not going to ruin it for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has powers, and she's part of a mythical prophecy. Um, and so Geralt is her protector and has to find her uh, due to an episode where it's called Child Surprise, where he claimed her by accident uh, due to... Uh, uh, like, basically, he, he, he helped a royal family mm-hmm. uh, and... Because he refused to take their money, he they had well. I we need to give you something by surprise, which is whatever you want, kind of deal. You come and you can you come and take, and it mm-hmm. turned out to be a kid. Uh, but the the world's like the world's kind of in like monsters are showing up, and witchers are dying off because they're a rare breed, and you have to be turned into a witcher in order to fight monsters and stuff. Okay. Um, that's like the main gist of it. There's like a thing called the conjecture that happened, which is supposed to describe what happened to elves and monsters and stuff like that. But it's just a it's there's naked right. there's naked ladies there's uh monsters there's fighting it's it's kind of a little mix on terms of storyline plot like the plot's a little messy but it's fun. I'm I'm having a blast okay. with it. I'm, I'm also okay. a, I'm also a sucker for like very kind of Lord of the Ring esque kind of mm-hmm. stuff like elves and medieval times stuff like Did that. Did you see the trailer? I didn't see it because it's not my thing that kind of thing fantasy is not really my thing but did you see the trailer for Amazon's Lord of the Rings show? I did. I will probably watch it when it comes out. I'm excited. But then I got less excited when Jeff Bezos posted with like the Jeff Bezos did like a photo shoot with like the logo and stuff. It's like I'm super excited. I'm like, oh, I'm not that excited anymore. If you're excited, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thanks a lot, Jeff. Jeff, but I'll 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 check it out. But I'm not like one of the I'm not one of those guys that like saw the trail. Like I didn't get super excited because it was just a logo trailer. Oh, just, I didn't even know it was just that. That's all it was. It's a logo trailer, and then like, 
a woman, I'm assuming an elf, telling the story of the, of the Eleven Rings of power and stuff like that. And that's literally it. So I'm just okay. like, I, I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I didn't even know it was that. So, okay. Yeah. I so, know that yeah. like last week or something, the Alamo draft house in New York was showing all of the extended version of uh, fellowship of the ring, the two towers and the return of the King, man, I missed that job. <laughs> they were spreading it out over, like, it was, like, three different nights of the week, obviously, but I think it was, like, random days of the week, too. Like, who's going to go on, like, a Wednesday night to sit through the 100-hour cut of Return of the King? <laughs> that's that's the that's how you get people in seats on a weekday. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it is. That's, a, that's, like, the whole ploy with those kind with, like, I, that's why I love that place so much, because they had a way of setting up programs... To That's get really people funny. there on a weekday. <clears throat> That's really funny. I miss it. Yeah. But at the same time, with our current climate with coronavirus and whatever, I will not sit in a movie theater for that long. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that was the other thing, too. I'm like, wow, I can't believe people actually went to that. I have the extended cuts of all the Lord of the Rings films and the Hobbit films. And Nerd! Shut <laughs> you shut up! <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I love them. I know everyone hates the Hobbit films, but I enjoy them. Let me just... Okay, that's where... Okay. I'm all back to... I'm all back now. So I was busy calling you a nerd for liking Lord of the Rings. It's mystical um, and amazing, but I can admit there's flaws. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't care if people like it. It's just not my super thing. So, You want to know something that's not your kind of thing? What's that? How, how in Marvel Comics right now, they just keep trying to kill everyone again. <laughs> They're going to be doing the same thing at DC Comics. Did you see that? Oh, are I saw the Justice League thing. Well, yeah, yeah they're like, we're going to kill the Justice League. Death of the Justice League. I, I even made a tweet about it. I'm like, that is the sound you just heard was the sound of my eyes rolling so fucking hard I might go blind. Yeah, <sighs> um, so this past week, they uh, Marvel start, at least on Marvel's side, they started their 10-issue run of the lives and deaths of Wolverine which is a every other week it's like for every other week is lives and then the is lives of Wolverine and then the weeks that it's not going are death of deaths of Wolverine I I don't oh. think Wolverine's going to die but it's like his biggest story ever I read the first issue because it was on the they put it on the Marvel app mhm mm um, which I'm like, oh, that's weird. They put that ahead of, ahead of it. Well, okay, and it is dumb. It's like uh, basically Wolverine is going back in time to certain eras of of, of very important moments in mutant history mm -hmm. to stop Omega Reds from like murdering people. So mm. this whole first issue is Wolverine going back in time to when Xavier to the night Xavier's born because 
Omega and Omega Red is like taking over people in that timeline to try and murder the babies. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I and don't. And then even... your <clears throat> and now your main Spider-Man is Ben Riley again. Yeah, I saw that recently and I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like I'm I'm reading the spite I'm I mean I am behind people are probably uh that's already happened. Yeah, I know I'm behind cuz I'm reading it on the Marvel app. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, apparently from what I've seen so far, uh Peter is dying of some sort of radiation that he picked up from a gas uh, a gas villain of the UFOs. Uh of so the he's either- what? <laughs> There's this group called the UFOs. Oh, jeez. Okay. Which are all villains that are, like, made of different elements, I guess. Okay. Or some... Like, one's called X-Ray. One's called... I think one's literally called Gas. No, Vapor. Her name's Vapor. Okay. Um, And I guess she... she And while Ben Riley is his Spider-Man and Peter is his Spider-Man, they're fighting the UFOs. And Vapor lets off this gas that Ben... It doesn't hurt Ben because his suit is, like, made to keep out toxic uh, gases. But because Peter's suit is just cloth, he inhales it and his start is now dying. And now... So Ben Riley is now your main Spider-Man from either... At this point, Spider-Man's either dead... Or Peter, or at least Peter Parker's dead, or he went into retirement for now. I don't know why the big two. What is it now? Every however many years they just, it's like they don't have any other uh, gimmicks up their sleeve, and the gimmick. What's is... even, yeah. What's even funnier of it though, is like especially with Spider-Man. Spider-Man has at least three or four different books coming out on like a weekly basis. So there's always a Spider-Man title every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's Amazing Spider-Man, uh, this new Ben Riley Spider-Man, or Savage Spider-Man, that's another thing. There's always something coming out. And that kind of really hinders, I think, Marvel. Yeah. Well, and then with the Wolverine stuff, this is it's just going to be insane with the fact that they're doing this on like a weekly uh on a weekly basis of like no Wolverine's just ha- for 10 weeks Wolverine. Well, <clears throat> both of Marvel and DC have a problem with um <clears throat> essentially overdoing it with their most popular characters because Batman's got the same thing. How many Batman titles are there for crying out loud? You know? And how many different Batman have shown up within the last year? Oh, yeah. They had Tim Fox. They had, um... I don't know. It's There's, like, three or four different ones, mainly through, like, the Future State crap. Yeah. So, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not reading current comics, so it doesn't upset me any... <clears throat> I mean, it does a little bit, because eventually I'd like to maybe read some some current comics, but if they're not going to bother putting out anything I don't want to read, then I guess I'm not going to read any current comics. Well, it's one of the, like, I, I find that um, 
the only current comics I'm reading as of right now, minus whatever's on, because I tried to at least read two or three books on the on the app. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm sort of keeping up with the death of Doctor Strange stuff that's happening, or gonna be close to finishing at this point. But really, the only books I am currently purchasing are um, I'm I'm watching Robin in the back. Right over your shoulder, trying about to knock something. Oh, off. it's just a yeah. bag of random garbage. <laughs> Stupid cat. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, um, the yeah, the only ones I'm actively purchasing right now is the devil is everything Devil's Reign for Marvel because it's actually really interesting. Which one is Devil's Reign again? That's the one where Kingpin is like a newer Civil War. I know I talked oh, about. Oh yeah, it here. you did, you did, you did. I remember. So that. I have like five. I have like five of those at work right now that I need to pick up where it's like side issues like the superior foes uh, villains for hire winter soldier and I think X-Men and uh, just another just of the main series Uh, but it's mainly that and stray dogs lost dogs because those are just fun like if, if you guys if none of you have read stray dogs yet I recommend finding a copy uh, of the graphic novel and checking it out because the Lost Dogs is just kind of fun mini stories of mm-hmm. those dogs. Okay. I did find a comic that you might be interested in from Image. Um, it comes out on e- I think it comes out on Ash Wednesday or something. Uh, uh, I got a, uh, it's a it's a <laughs> it's, a, it's the funniest it's it's really funny uh, it's called loaded bible blood of my blood it is an image book of i, I <laughs> hang on i got to i got to bring up the article so i can now so i so okay i'm curious tell you the whole thing it's yeah uh, cuz it's really funny it comes like comes out on uh, it comes out on uh, in just in time for Easter, uh, a six issue miniseries. Uh, where oh where is it? Okay, in Loaded Bi- Bible, Blood of My Blood. Decades after the events of the original cult series, Jesus, uh, vampire hunting clone, is a bigger outlaw than ever, and now he faces the threat like no other. Wow. <laughs> It's it's the guardian of the forsaken versus the forsaker himself. That's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's from Image. It's it's just basically a it's yeah a vampire hunting Jesus. <laughs> I do like that. That's pretty great. Oh, I I I'm just getting the first issue because I think that's just fucking hilarious. As well as, um, I think next month or or in March, there's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers crossover with Godzilla. (laughs) That's right. Oh, that is coming out. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) That's totally going to be worth it. Hell yeah. So that's the majority of, like, my version of current comics these days. Hey, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I actually was thinking I want to, uh, I got, uh, intrigued by the Moon Knight trailer. I got to read some Moon Knight comics. 
Well, uh, you can always check out my article on Atomic Geekdom on which ones you should check out. <laughs> that is a good point. You do have that. Um, you do have that article. I do. I, <clears throat> I remember seeing that. And well, and I... yeah, it's it's. I mean, the uh, the article is basically just a rundown of what is Moon Knight. Very easy. Very just put together. And then just some of the comics, mainly like first intro. All of these you can find on the Marvel app. Uh, mm-hmm. Of just stories mm-hmm. that I personally enjoy, including the I, I know I talked about on here the short-lived Avengers series where Mar- where Moon Knight beat the living shit out of the Avengers. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, yeah. The Rise of Khonshu. He basically steals everyone's um, mantles, so he takes the he takes the Black Panther, the Iron Fist. He steals oh. Ghost, the Spirit of Vengeance. He he controls Mjolnir. <laughs> like he takes everything. He even has. He even takes the Phoenix Force. Wow, that's really funny. It's it's such an interesting like mini series out of the of the Avengers comics. That mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I just want to add this because it's hilarious. <laughs> that's great. I do want to read that. That's funny. Yeah. Well, awesome. And you you said okay. So you watched the first couple episodes of How I Met Your Father. Oh yes, I did. I did. It's um. I don't know. It's weird. Like it's like watching a show that you know you've seen before but also not seen before like I don't even know how to properly describe it like it's not bad but I also don't like love it yet and like maybe I could love it because I obviously you and I we were both fans of the original How I Met Your Mother um yeah, I don't know. I I, don't, I might I don't watch know an episode or two tonight just to just to check it out. I mean, I've been so busy with Danny Sexbang reading poorly written Sonic fan fiction, uh, but I think <laughs> I could probably squeeze that in. Um, but yeah, it, like from everything I've heard about it, is that there's a that they, like even by the the setup of sets and locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as spe- a very specific wording in in dialogue is very reminiscent and kind of callbacks to how I met your mother but still kind of being its own thing that's pretty much it yeah it's it's <coughs> like there are some Like there's a bar, obviously that they that they go to that is their bar, but one of the characters actually owns the bar, you know. Doesn't it's not like um, it's not like uh, they're right, like McLarens. No, no. Um, the only um, thing that is is different that is or not different. The only thing that's the same is. Uh, some of the characters randomly live in 
the old main apartment that was uh, Ted and Marshall and Lily's apartment. Because, and they even say they they purchased it from them. They say or that they because um, something about oh yeah we got this great apartment at a really good price from an old married couple on a Wesleyan alumni message board or something like that. So. All right. It's, I don't know, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I, I, like, I, I'm giving it a chance, but it is just a weird feeling watching it, and the way I described it to you is if anybody out there has ever watched a British show and then watched a, uh, American version of that British show. And you can tell that it's based on that British show, but you can't necessarily um, you can't necessarily say it's the same exact show. You just know it was inspired by that show. All right. Yeah. All right. That's, I mean, that seems pretty reasonable. I wouldn't say don't check it out. It's got um, the the cast so far is pretty good. I mean, the main character is Hilary Duff uh, and the older version of the Hilary Duff character is played by Kim Cattrall <laughs> okay um, which is pretty funny and random um, I don't know I'm, I'm giving it a chance it's only got three episodes so far so alright well definitely something I might check out later this week yeah I don't know I got I have, I have so much they, they put up new episodes of Looney Tunes, so I've been embedded in that. <laughs> really? I'm, I am digging the new I didn't Looney even Tunes know, stuff. I, I didn't even know they put it up, though. That's the thing. It, mm. it, yeah, HBO Max. Like, I was on HBO Max just looking for a movie, and it updated me being like, hey, new episodes of Looney Tunes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's awesome. It's always fun. It really is, like, like such a weird palate cleanser. I still... Every once in a while, I, I, this is my one downside. The one downside of the, I guess, the app is when you go and watch old Looney Tunes because they're only broken up on there by shorts. So it's like mm -hmm. you only get like one piece of like a half hour of Looney Tunes or whatever. And I just don't want to keep scrolling through to go to a different episode. I just like, no, just make it more seamless. Just go one from one to another. <laughs> mhm, mm mhm. I agree with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, other than that, like, it's been kind of a low key week. Still, end of January, so right. Getting getting into February and just, I don't think there's. Is there anything interesting happening next month, movie wise? Not really. I don't, like. I'm trying to remember if there was like February February movies, cause yeah, cause I know ne either next week or the week after HBO Max is putting up Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley mm, that I'm mm -hmm. that I'm excited to see. Yeah, and there was just a trailer for his version of Pinocchio too, which, which I'm of down. Which is all kinds of wild. Yeah. There's like three. I think there's like three different movies coming out this year of Pinocchio. 
Maybe. The only one I know of is is Del Toro's. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm not. I'm not gonna go through this. But like, yeah. There's other than that. There's like no real. I could be wrong, but there's like doesn't seem to be. I mean, the big one that everyone seems to be promoting is a uh, is either Moonfall or Jackass Forever. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. There's the one everybody wants to see. Well, yeah. Don't you want to see a bunch of men in their fifties and sixties like beat the li- like hurt themselves for our entertainment of course i can just go to youtube for that that's the idea isn't it (laughs) watch them do their thing i do find it hilarious because uh alamo draft house is already promoting tickets for it and they do these bits um where they it's like they, they get the cast to do a like please no talking during the film kind of deal Sure. So they got the cast of Jackass. They're like, don't talk during the movie. And I'm like, um, I, the, how are you supposed to react to a Jackass movie then? <laughs> well, like, you don't have to talk during it if you can just go, oh. Yeah, but I always like want to say, look at those dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> okay, that makes what sense. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? <laughs> I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah okay. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that does it for this week until we get some more uh, Peacemaker and Book of Boba Fett and stuff next week. Uh, I'll probably watch some other weird films. I, I know the uh, I, there's a movie that came out that's at uh, Last Night in Soho. Uh, just, oh, I've heard about that one. I've heard a lot of things about it. I've just never got around to watch and I know it just got out on, like, on Blu-ray. But I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to go ahead and just buy it just yet. Um, so maybe I'll watch that. Um, maybe finally see Scream. I don't know. Probably not. I still gotta see that. Son of a god. Rap bastards. Just put it. Just put it on the apps. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what it would be on, but just put it out for Carnival probably Paramount Plus or knowing our luck, it'll be on the one we don't have, Apple. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the other thing I was going to talk to you about, but I didn't because I, I know that neither one of us has this series, but Apple TV Plus is getting the Godzilla series. Yeah, they're doing a MonsterVerse series, and I'm very angry. I'm like, you're really going to make me buy an Apple Plus account, aren't you? Yeah, isn't that annoying? It's don't, so don't annoying. Wanna... It's like, I don't want an Apple account. I I know that like lots of people are like loving Apple TV Plus or whatever because of um, Ted Lasso, Yellow Jackets, and Ted Lasso. But I'm like, I don't have anything else on that station I want to watch, and I don't want to get it just for the. So it's going to be one of those things where probably I wait for um, whatever you want to call it there. Um, the season to be over there we go that's what i was trying to think of wait for the season to be over and then when the season's over then i can watch the monsterverse show well at least another thing we can look forward to next next week depending on when we record the next one is premiere of south park (gasps) yeah that's that's really soon next wednesday yes 
Oh, Bring it on. Just, as long as it's not all about integrity weed. It probably will be, but so what? I want Bring it to it be on. I just want it to be the I just want a whole episode or series of butters in his room in that timeline where his parents <laughs> left him there. <laughs> they forgot about him. <laughs> just yes. Bu- just butters in his room with the laptop and that's it. <laughs> Oh my god, that would be funny. That that reminds me, I'm st- I'm missing one of the stick. I'm still missing one of the stick of truth Funko Pops. I'm missing Stan. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hmm. I have yet to come across a Stan like l- little Guardian Stan. I have everyone else, but f- for some reason Stan is evading me, and I rather not buy him online. <laughs> hmm. Well, that you're going to have to think about. Uh, if you want, you know. It's bad enough yeah. how much, how often now I'm very much a, hey, instead of me going out and buying things, uh, going out and buying things, why don't I just keep buying them online? <laughs> it's a dangerous habit. Sure. Yeah. I'll go with that. It is. It can be. I don't. I don't uh, blame you, I guess. Huh. Damn it all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't have anything else, so I think I'm ready to go get myself a little bit of dinner. So I'm ready to goodbye. play some Wordle. <laughs> no, stop it. Don't I'm not playing Wordle. <laughs> Good. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Later. <laughs>